Welcome to the Jamoti Podcast. We are all surrounded by amazing coaches and leaders. So let's get an inside look at not just what they do, but how they do what they do. After all, becoming the best versions of ourselves is Jamoti, just a matter of doing it. Coaches, the Jamoti Podcast is powered by Biology. What's your BSA score? The Biology Skills Assessment is the only verified skills metric endorsed by the NAIA, NJCAA, and a growing number of NCAA coaches to discover and develop the best talent for your team. This four-minute, 40-shot test can be taken free today on the Biology mobile app. Elevate your game. I mean, how, how old were you when you were a grad assistant at Baylor? Uh, I had... Uh... I stayed on at Bryan College where I played in Tennessee um, for one year after after I finished playing. And and so I went into grad school the year after at Baylor. Um, so I would have been, I think, 23 um, okay. at the time. And that was my there. junior year that you came and then you were there for those two years, right? Yeah, that was that was your junior year. Yeah. You know, man, I it, it was crazy just how all that even works, you know, of you know, I go there trying to trying to get in with the basketball program and someone who knew the coach said there wasn't a spot, but I get a TA spot. So I, I moved there. I load up my car. I didn't even have a place to stay. And I moved there in August and I slept for my first two nights at a truck stop outside of town at a rest stop with the window cracked about this much. So I'm scared some big trucker's going to come in and take me. And it's, it's a hundred degree heat in Texas. <laughs> and I'm coming in drenched the next morning to go, go to the slick and find a shower. Um, and, you know, I just started showing up in the mornings um, at workouts and some of those things, because you guys were doing them in the slick at that point and uh, slowly started to get to know people, slowly started to get asked to help and eventually was able to, to get involved. That's awesome. I, I, ever since I've known you though, you've just, you've been an, an amazing example of, of somebody that has great habits and, and you know, works out hard, uh, tr the way you train, the person that you are. And so I'm always interested, especially now as, as a college coach and a successful coach, the daily habits that you have uh, what what do you do that sets you up for success? Well, I think, you know, the way I look at it almost more than just the word habits in the last year is I've been really focusing on the word rhythms um, and kind of a mentor of mine has just talked about coming up with, you know, what are your daily rhythms, especially of life? And, and for me, you know, there's been some different things that have been really helpful with that. Um, one is just making sure that um, typically a lot of times it's first thing in the morning. Sometimes it's a little bit after some coffee and maybe getting the kids going, um, is just spending some time alone and in the word. Um, I use a couple of, of apps that have been phenomenal for that over the last year. Um, one is called, um, Lectio 365. Um, unbelievable. unbelievable. Yeah. Tell me about that. It's, so, so you do this, this one, they have a morning and an evening version of this and they, they're roughly 10 minutes long. And it just kind of takes you through um, the art of, I think, Lectio Divina, or however you say that, a Latin word for it, kind of the idea of taking a smaller passage of scripture and kind of like chewing on it and kind of really thinking it through and finding how to apply that towards your life. And, you know, what can God reveal to you through, through thinking that stuff through and praying it through and kind of guides you through some of that. Um, that's been a really good one for me is, is Lectio 365. Um, the other one is called Pray As You Go. Um, 
And that one, you know, even the guy that the, the mentor that gave it to me is just like, it's a little odd because at first, the first three or four minutes, they have some music and it could be some normal Christian type music or a hymn, or it could be some monks chanting in German. And and it seems in some bells just on gong, gong. And like, like a what little the world is yeah, happening. It seems right a little now. weird, but I think it just uh, part of the rhythms that I need are some things that slow me down mm. and allow me to push other things aside. Um, and these are really helpful for me because it's just something that helps guide me so that my mind doesn't wander so much and has been really a helpful thing. Either one of these, um, I love the, the Lecto 365 before you go to sleep. My wife and I honestly put that on a lot of times before we go to sleep and just listen to it. And even if I fall asleep to it, I mean, man, what a great thing to fall asleep to is learning to reflect back on your day and be thankful for the day. And, um, I think those are good rhythms of life to have. Um, some other things that I've, I've tried to do is just part of my daily rhythms. And I put, you know, these things change. They don't always stay the same, you know, for, for part of the year, I'll have, um, set in my phone, a reminder, you know, at maybe three or four times throughout the day, um, whether it's a short prayer or a Bible verse or something that I just want to pop up as a reminder on my phone, just that maybe I'm walking around campus or whatever. And it just, it's something else to, can I recalibrate myself for my day? Because I don't know about you, but I mean, I, I can be so flighty and on to the next thing. And sometimes I just need to be brought back. Mm-hmm. And, and that's been a good way for me to do that. Um, something else that I've done, um, you may be able to see back on at the top of my bookshelf here and on the side are all these little magnets. Yeah. And, and they've got names on it um, of our players. And so what I do with these things, I'll show you. I'll move yeah, over. I love move it. On. Let's go interactive. Right, interactive. Yeah. So I got all these names of our guys and, and I put them, made a little magnet. And so what I'll do is I'll take those and, you know, say for the start of the day, I'll put all of them on the top of my filing cabinet. And throughout the day, I'll just try to remember and think of our guys, whether it's to encourage them or to pray for them, especially. I'm going to grab two or three of them. I'm going to do it and I'm going to move them to the side. And trying to do that to, can I get through the guys in a day? And it might be, man, I'm going to go walk across campus for something. I'm going to grab three or four of them and put them in my pocket so that, you know, I get them done over the next hours I'm walking around or whatever and put them back. And just another rhythm and not something I do all the time, but a great thing for me to help get my, you know, kind of my perspective, my focus in the right place. Um, and then, you know, on top of that, it's, um, you know, little things. And again, I fail at a lot of these things, but little things, am I going to get my exercise in every day? That's an important rhythm. For you don't life. fail at that. You're, you're, you're super consistent. I mean, look at you. You yeah. look like you're in great shape. Well, you know, I I always heard from way back, it's a whole lot easier to continue exercising than to start exercising. Mm. And so I'm just the type that, you know, I bet since since high school, so probably, you know, 25 plus years, I doubt I've taken off more than a week ever. Um, you know, just it's just part of a rhythm of, of who I am and, uh, and what I try to do. Um, now, I've also got to take, hey, that's a good thing. It's a really good thing. And it's really easy to let good things become ultimate things, which is kind of how Tim Keller describes an idol. Um, yeah, and so I have point. to be really careful with, with taking things like that, that are good. And, and sometimes, sometimes I have to not exercise on a day and it, it grinds me, you know, it tears me up, but maybe it's because I need to spend time with my wife or my kids or whatever it is. And I got to make that more important. Now I might still go do, do some push-ups and setups or something before bed. So I did something. Sometimes it's about, <laughs> are you doing something? 
You know, yeah. I think that's the important thing is just, man, if, if I can't do it, everything I want to do, can I do something? Yeah. And I mean, I think that's a great way to go through a lot of things in life. Are you, can you do something? Are you the type that if I'm not doing everything, I'm not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I think those things, I think there's, you know, rhythms to, to spending time, you know, and I'm proving in your craft with, with what you do with, with your job. Um, I think this year more than ever trying to learn to review and, and think about writing things down. Uh, we can go into that later if you want as well and kind of a review process for, for practices, for games, um, those kinds of things. Um, and then even, and gosh, my wife would tell you, this makes a huge difference when I, when I do this and she, it makes a huge difference the other way when I fail is just, man, am I good at planning a date with my wife each week? And, um, you know, another mentor friend of mine who's probably 60 now has told me he's done that with his wife for like 40 years, you know, every week. And like, you know, so some of it's, I got that. Another thing, it's in my phone. It's a reminder the day before I want to do it each week, trying to get it planned. And it just things that, you know, uh, we have to put legs to the things that we say are our priorities, you know, cause it's the things we actually do um, that reveal whether we actually value them the way we say we do um, or not. And I hate that. I cringe at that because I know that sometimes I don't get a date in and yeah. like, Oh, that that says that I don't value that. And what a horrible thing. I don't want my wife thinking that. Um, and it's not that it's just that I'm flighty and I'm, and I can be, I can be really ignorant and forgetful and all those things. So I need these, 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 you know, we say habits, but these systems in place, you know, really that I can fall back on that are just, that are there. Um, that'll help me stay on task of what I'm trying to do. Man, so much good stuff. And thank you for sharing, you know, the apps and, and, and some of the, the, the rhythms that you go through. I love the magnet thing. I'm, I think I'll steal that. And, and your, your word rhythms. I, I think that's such a better, a good way to look at it because like rhythm is huge in basketball. Uh, rhythm is huge individually in basketball with how they actually play players that have great rhythm. I've always been a little bit jealous of that because I always felt mechanical. Uh, there's rhythms within your team, within a game with the flow and how things happen. Yeah. But the beautiful thing about rhythm is you can adjust and you can change. And I think that's the, the beauty of, of looking at your day like that is habits to me are sometimes things that I feel guilt if I'm not sticking to them, not doing it the same way every time, not not doing things like successful people do. But from that rhythm point is it can flow. And today I'm getting it done here. Tomorrow I'll hopefully get, I, I like that idea. And I think that can help someone like me. And and I think Matt, along with that being, being able to, the idea of being able to flow and being able to change, uh, you know, I, I used to, you know, you know how I, I was at least uh, a lot more when it came to being so, you know, ritualistic about how I'm going to do something so dedicated, like I'm not changing. I'm, I'm in the gym at this time. I'm in the weight room at this time. I'm eating this, you know, all these different things that I could do, I could hold to. And I think that's a special thing. And I think that's a pretty rare thing that I thought was a strength for me. Um, but I also think being able to have some flexibility and flow with the rhythms of things is now a sign not of weakness, not a sign of caring less, but it's a sign of maturity. Mm. And 
I think, you know, I, it, it makes me, you know, kind of along the same lines. It almost makes me cringe. You see on, you know, I don't want to get, you know, what I value off social media by any means, but you see things on social media about these coaches, about I'm this grinder. I just want people to know I work so hard or I'm all about the dubs and whatever else. And it's like, man, for me, it's the, the maturity is that I don't have to do as much. I mean, isn't that, I mean, the sign of being an expert is something they say is being able to simplify things, Yeah, being able to know what to take away. And I, so I think like that doesn't make you or I less competitive, less driven by any means. It makes us more mature, I think, mm-hmm. than we used to be. And I'm not trying to say more yeah. mature than those other people, just at least. I'm no, you are. You are. You're it's saying it. And you're, mature. No. <laughs> I'm just but, more mature than I was. <laughs> but you, to your point, you were super disciplined as a young person. I mean, the story alone of how you got to Baylor and how you, you, you got that. And then the way that you climbed to a place where now that you love being, you've been there for eight years. You've done that. What exactly what you're talking about. You, you did grind and you did the hard things and you allowed that to, to really dominate your life and in, in a good way to get to a certain point now where, and I just had a talk with Mano Watsa. He's the president of PGC and he's just one of the most incredible human beings I've ever talked to been around. And he, he is known for his daily routine. It's like an hour and a half long, sometimes two hours long. It's incredible. The things that he does, but he actually let me know that, his performance coach has now encouraging him to take things away from that, to do less, to be a little bit more excellent in the few things he's doing, but open himself up to be able to, you're right on the money. When you look at the the pictures of the guys that are your age or older, are still grinding. My thought is why? (laughs) Like real, enjoy enjoy this this journey enjoy the people that you're around and find some balance but man that's hard yeah and i i think one of the blessings if i could say it that way of kind of dealing with the covid stuff over the last couple years is it made us all take a big step back Mm -hmm. and and really reevaluate everything it's kind of like you know, there's an exercise you can do where, you, you know, when you're trying to work on time management and it's like, I write down everything you do in a day, every little thing on a piece of paper. Now take another blank piece of paper and start adding back the things that you want as part of your day. And you start seeing all the things that were wasted within that. And I think COVID allowed us to take a step back and look at all the things that we've done and we do regularly in coaching and now say, as we could start opening up and do things again, what's worth adding back? You know, were some of these things, things that are a a low rate of return Mm. on our investment? Are some of these things just things we do? And I can't even explain why. It's just what coaches do. I mean, there's so many of those kind of things out there. And I think that's allowed me to look back at things and be um, able to simplify a little bit of what what I do and how I invest my time. And and now it's not simply a matter of even asking. It's asking the right questions now, too. It's not, should I do this or not? It's should I do this or should I do this? And I think that's a completely different way of framing a question um, because just should I do it or not? It's just kind of an easy, lazy question to ask. Um, But when you frame it against alternatives, you know, of of what you could do it, I think it helps you understand, you know, what's the best use of my, you know, the one resource that's the most limited, my time. Should should I watch film or not? That's that's not a, a... it's not a big question. Or yeah. that, should I watch film another hour of film or dedicate a little bit more time to, to my wife? 
Yeah, that's a good question. And so I think you're, you're right on the money with we need to start asking ourselves better questions with what we do with our day, because so many things are good, but what things are necessary, what things will actually help us grow and lead to uh, having a more fulfilling life. Thank you for checking out today's episode. Please take a moment to subscribe to this podcast, share it with your fellow coaches, and find us on social media for what's coming up next on the Jamoti podcast. It's just a matter of doing it.